They're loading into the barriers. Moods, Mytho, Rog and the Rain Man. And they're underway for Moody on the Mic. Hello and welcome to another edition of Moody on the Mic. We're back for another week. It's another Group 1 Saturday. I'm Roger Aldridge and joining me, as they always do, the man who's uh, too busy on his phone to pay too much attention at the moment, uh, <laughs> Peter Moody. G'day, Moods. Last minute research there, Pete. Yeah, no, just checking the form, getting the final scratchings and yeah, track yeah. updates. I'm no a, doubt. I'm a professional at this caper, unlike you two. <laughs> Uh, and we're, we're uh, well, I must be said, well, Mitho, welcome to you firstly. Thanks, Roch. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're enjoying being on location here at um, Melbourne Premier out at Oakland, uh, just past Tullamarine Airport, where uh, all the action will be it's over the weekend. About, about you. So I'm just explaining <laughs> to our listeners my name, who might my have. My name's on the show. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> for how much longer? We've, yeah. we've, got, we've got news for you. It's, it's nice just to put them in situation, I think, Rog, and explain to our, our loyal listeners that we're out out with the people, out with the well, breeders, I've... out with the, the, the fundamentals of this industry, the producers, the prime producers of our industry that so produce it, these beautiful so dealings. The people, in, the people who bloom. I just happen to be one of those. Yeah, exactly. That's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I would have. It's on the run sheet, which obviously you guys don't get, so it doesn't matter. But I have got. You know, what are we doing? We're out at Inglis and uh, moods. Your, are you trying to find the next group one winner now? You're going back into the training ranks, or are you flogging them for Mitho, or what's what's going on here? Which where no, do you fall? I've actually had very good success flying out of this have you? over the years. Yeah, yes, yeah. but I won't go into names. Oh no, no, because no, he'll, just... he'll want to go on about the yeah, yeah. yeah. Black caviar, go on, say it, say it, say it. Did you get black caviar from him? 210,000. Peter Moody, he was strongest, he was longest, he was the biggest, toughest, he bought it. Right behind us, actually, is the sales ring. That's so, it, just yeah, back that's here. That's where she was, yeah. uh, which uh, is great explaining that on an audio, pod, on an audio medium. Well, we, saying, we've got the camera going here. We, that's might, we, we might use a bit of that on social media, maybe. Absolutely, we mm. will. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and Mitho, you got any, uh, what, what sort of... We've uh, got some stars out there. Some future stars of the uh, of the game. So, um, yeah, third the, the size that have been mentioned eight thousand times on that's the podcast. That's it. Yes, yeah, them. yeah. God bless those Rosemont Stallions. There's a Star Spangled Banner. There's Tarzinos. We're heavily involved there. There's um, oh, appropriate it, weekend. Tarzino, of course, Australian Australian, Australian Guineas. Yeah, yeah. So um, he uh, he just went under in that Guineas in contra- controversial style. 20, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and probably should have got on protest, but didn't. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, we got thirty to sell over. The, over Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, Pete's in a couple, actually. I'm surprised he's not um, giving them a bit of a pump up. Oh, mate, listen, I let the people. I'm decide. Man of the people. I let the people decide. You know, yeah. I don't pump them up. It's yeah, right. just not my uh, forte, like yourself. Yeah. Well, um, one person who is missing, of course, us three are together for the first time this series. Mm. I've been in Brisbane with the resident yeah. rain man. He is. He's uh, on the line, is he? No, he's he's unfortunately he's not right. on the line. He's still in the air, uh, coming back. Heineken from the virus. Lo- <laughs> going back from the Launceston Cup, so it's probably more likely Bogues virus. <laughs> but um, Mitho, um, Moods made it back. How do we go with form and analysis and well, odds without the rain man? I know. Well, that's the thing. We're going to be uh, a little bit short, but that's all right. Our, and our guest who will be on uh, shortly, uh, James McDonald, ahead of a. Uh, he's got a couple of rides. Uh, in, oh, he's got a, a good book of rides. A couple of Group One chances on the weekend. J Mac always a favourite here on the Moody on the Mic podcast. But uh, speaking of J Mac, Nature Strip obviously, uh, who J Mac does pilot on most occasions. Out of uh, next weekend's Newmarket, uh, Chris Wallace saying that fifty eight kilos too much. Uh, and moods, it's I suppose hard for fast horses to run fast with fifty eight kilos on their back. Most of them. Most of them. Um, Kyrie Deeper won it. Yeah, it's a bit, of a, bit of a shock. Arm, a bit of a shock because he's a 
you know, he got beaten the lightning, but his, his straight track form's been phenomenal. Was it, a, it was just a shock that Chris left you out of the decision-making process, wasn't it? That no, he didn't no, ring no, you no, and no. you trained that just you. No. You, you, yeah, just no. let it run and... Let You've been, run. yeah, let it give, run. Yeah, let you, it and run. You, you and Chris talk every week about let it run. So did, did, he, did, he, you know. did he ring and ask for advice? No. We, I, I heard that it was your suggestion. Don't oh, run with the 58. Oh, uh, well, the last time I ran one on the new market 58, they get one as well. Oh, I did it with oh, a oh, black caveat. Oh, 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 of course. Self, yeah, 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 yeah. Self praises. Yeah, well, little, little four year old mare, I think she was at the time, not a big, strong six year old girl, and so I would have taken them on with 58. Right. Yeah. But where do they go next? I've got no idea. Group, the Group 2 Challenge Stakes, I believe. Well, he's just got to be a horse that is, everyone's got the question mark on now, doesn't he? After well, you're not going to take Vomits in the lightning? Yeah, sixty. but listen, we've seen him do that before and then he bounces back. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Let's flash back now to last weekend, obviously, uh, the Blue Diamond Stakes and, uh, well, Hanseatic went in as a pretty dominant favourite, but Tagaloa, which was the second pick of the Buston and Young stable getting up the win there. Were you surprised? Well, Trent Buston actually suggested that he was far and away the stable's best. I know the market had him second best behind their filly. Uh, Let's be glam. Let's be glam, but uh, he indicated that Tagalow was far and away his stable's best chance in the race, and, and it proved that way. It was a tough win on pace, three deep, which doesn't worry me, one turn around Caulfield. Uh, hence, the attic had all the favours. He he was on the supposed fast lane up the inside, didn't have to go around a horse until he balanced up in the straight. And I thought certainly had his chance to run him down. So all on as the winner for mine, Tagaloa. Probably away game was the was the you know eye catching run for mine. The Magic mm. Millions winner and the Widden Stakes winner. She. Uh, she was, was wide, even wider. She was she? wide the trip. It's and, a shame because I was on away game and fought on strongly. So, uh, but uh, yeah, listen, best run in the race is usually the winner. Sometimes we look away from the obvious. Well, I mean, people are talking about track bias with that inside, that rail being a, a massive advantage of the fast lane. But mm. I know, we spoke the other day, Moods, you weren't reading too much into any track oh, bias. Oh, listen, no, I'm not saying uh, there wasn't a bias, but I'm saying when Caulfield is good, uh, shortest way home is the quickest. That's on the fence. And the pace in the early races probably um, made the bias look like something that wasn't there. You know, I, I think uh, the horse of Lindsay Smith, whose name just escapes him, won the three-year-old 1800. Look, Armand Eye, or Armand, not Armand Eye, they wish it was yeah, Armand Eye. Yeah. <coughs> but it, it, it got a picnic in front, mm. so they were never going to run it down. And then a couple of the races, and then you go to Pippi in the, in the Oakley Plate. Well, she, well, she, just ran, she just ran them into the ground. Yeah. She took the sprint out of anything behind her. She went that hard and fast all the way. And Linda Meach just sat on which, it like a church mouse. And which is a perfect, that's a Linda Meach <laughs> trademark ride, that yeah, was. Yeah, and, and the horses back on the field just had too much ground to make up. They can quite often, they sprint and make up a certain amount of ground, but then they peak on it. Mm. So she was just too far in front of them, just plain and simple too fast. You know, most racetracks, the running rail forward is the place to be. And, uh, you know, is, was it made to look worse than it actually was? I'm not sure, you yeah. know. You think maybe... Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, I didn't have a, a screaming opinion one way. I thought there was a it was a it was a bit of an overreaction. Mm. I mean, you, you end up don't you? 
don't you look for those sorts of things on your day on the punt anyway and say, mm. hang on, this looks a bit leaderish. Maybe we need to find something that's going to be up on speed. Well, today. and that's exactly what happened with uh, Streets of Avalon and the Paturity. The yeah. plunge came. It was back from 20s into $9.50. Doesn't and help the punt. Exactly what, uh, and what turned out. They all got on and it, and it won. And uh, Super Seth, Saturday's girth. Yeah. Saturday's girth. So he had every opportunity chance, yeah. to well, go by him. He was in a better position than Tagaloa in the Blue Don. Yeah. So maybe we'll take... And I reckon that was the race that really had people jumping up and down. How does Streets of Avalon beat Super Set? How yeah. did this happen? You know, you've got a handicapper beating a potential wait-for-age superstar. But he just had his day in the sun and the other horse could not get past him. Yep, I, I, I tend to agree. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to Gatting winning the, um, the, the Maccabi Diva at mm. 100 to 1 and mm. everyone thought, oh, Mystic Journey's race to lose. And, mm. well, things happen in racing yeah. and that's why, we, that's why we love the game. I'm sure people would be out there screaming at me saying, yeah, but what about when you're pre-post bet and you don't know that the bias is there? Well, That's mate, your fault for doing it. That's why you get the supposed better odds about yeah. uh, fixed betting earlier on and yeah. um, you, you, you take that risk, don't you, rather than uh, betting, you know, 10 minutes before they jump and you know all the facts so yeah. it's it's a it's a risky game that we play when we when we uh put our hands in our pocket and have a bet and you've got to got to take the good with the bad but I, i'm a bit with you moods i didn't I, I wasn't watching thinking oh this has gone horribly for caulfield mm-hmm. on their big day it was oh. it was it was just a, a a fact of the day that it seemed to be on pace whether it was wind whether it was track mm-hmm. um whether it was a rail move tempo. i don't know tempo, Who cares? tempo. tempo. yeah tempo. um or a good ride from and then, then and then they continue with uh, Sandown on Wednesday, they reckon there was an even bigger track bias that's uh, on post there. It looked a bit that I didn't way, see didn't any, I didn't yeah. see any races out of Sandown. Mm. I just saw that on social media that uh, there was uh, punters jumping up and down about another bias out there mm. at, uh, at Ladbrokes Park Sandown. Anyway, I, uh, it, but when, when it's a sweeper's track, no one seems to mind. Everything gets their chance to run on. Well, what about the poor old leaders in, you know, yeah. when, you, when you go and lead in a race and it's a sweeper's track? We don't seem to hear about too many you know, too many dramas then from the punters saying, oh, you know, it was a mad sweepers track and you had to be, you know, down the middle of the track to win. Well, that that's sort of what happens most times, doesn't mm. it? So we, we the, the leader's got to go at it on Saturday, whether it was manufactured by uh, track management or not, who cares? That's why it was, and I thought it was great racing. To answer your question about Tagaloa, he's a star. He looks like he's going to make a lovely three-year-old. He was bought, really, to be a three-year-old, a guineas type of horse, and he's and he's shown up doing it uh, at two. Um, Amazing that um, Japanese breed moods, the, 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 they're infiltrating everywhere, aren't yep. they? Uh, the, the Japanese are, are doing it uh, by stealth now, breeding Aussie bred by... Shades of Pearl Harbour. Yes, oh. exactly. <laughs> Can't go there, too soon. No, well, it's probably always too soon, I would have thought. Um, but it was, it, was a, um, yeah, it was a stellar performance and I love the cop. Introducing Same Race Multi from Ladbrokes. Get greater odds when you combine picks from the same thoroughbred or greyhound race to finish anywhere in the top four, giving you even more value on your favourite runners when you combine selections from the same race to finish anywhere in the top four. Ladbrokes. Back yourself. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. All right, time to talk to our special guest now, ahead of a big Group 1 Saturday at Royal Randwick. Uh, he's a favourite here on Moody on the Mic. We've seen that in the ratings of the show every time he's on, they spike. So we, decided, yeah, so we decided to go Are back we to... we paying him a bit or what? <laughs> go back to the well one more time. Paying him with love. I'm not sure a betting company can pay James. That didn't work out too well. <laughs> before, so. um, James McDonald, welcome back to Moody on the Mic. Hey guys, how are you? We we better just clear that up. You are doing this for free, aren't you? 
Absolutely. <laughs> well done. Just for the last yeah, he's, he's just hoping that uh, this leads to, you know, Rosemont sticking in and wants some good horses or, uh, or Peter Moody soon to be re, uh, rejoining the training ranks sticking in and wants some good horses. So that's yeah, smart play by you, J-Mac. Yeah, it's just throw us a bone now and then. Yeah, always, mate. Now, I'm a little bit heartbroken, Jimmy. I don't know what's going on here, but one of my faves, Nature Strip's gone back to Sydney. He's not running in the new market, mate. What, what happened there? Um, I'm not too sure. I think I'm not haven't really discussed it with him but um you know i suppose maybe 58 on his back was maybe stopped him but there's a nice enough race over a thousand meters at ramwick for him so he should be competitive enough for that oh they were going back in trip not up oh well well uh, never mind anyhow but uh, listen you look like there's a great uh, day's racing uh, up there in ramwick on saturday headed obviously by the furious stakes and the chipping norton two group ones um Oh, the surround stakes, sorry, not the Furious. And the Chipping Norton, you ride Fun Star for Chris Waller. It's been punched in early Yeah, it's come $4 into $3.50, so well, some good early money there. Rogers told us there, gate 14. What's your feel there, mate? Um, yeah, she, no, she's going good at home, and um, just the gate's going to be a bit of an issue for her because she is probably a horse that likes to be in the first half dozen and they'll probably make work. And having a first run over seven furlongs as preparation... Um, it's probably not ideal, but she's got class on her side. She's a pretty good filly, and hopefully she'll prevail there. You'll, you'll still look to go forward from the gate? I'm not too sure. I'll see what Chris wants to do, but um, obviously he's got his firm opinions on what how they want to be ridden, and she's got probably, albeit it's a group one, but she's um, obviously got Cornwalls and binary stakes in mind, so see what happens. Obviously, it's a pretty uh, competitive race as well, J-Mac. Flit, of course, last start uh, winner when we saw Flit, Liar, Kamichi, and um, what was the other the other Cummings one uh, go around uh, the other week? And uh, so it's... Uh, it's well, yeah. that was the trifecta. Yeah, that was the trifecta. Flit, Liar, Kamichi. Oh, and then the disappointing one of yes. Anthony uh, Jerry's. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you've got some quality horsemanship uh, to, to beat there on Saturday. <laughs> See, we're going beautifully for a racing show. We can't even remember the horse's name. <laughs> yeah, hard judges. He ran third in the Bettini. <laughs> no, he ran, ran fourth, fourth, fourth. Missed the place. Fourth, did it? Yeah. 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 Not the worst, run. Yeah, not the worst. But, <laughs> but she, she was being hailed as the next wink, so we've just come back a couple of cogs from there. But... A couple of cogs. Yeah. I think you'll, you'll be seeing her down in Melbourne, aren't you? She's, she's coming down from here, mate. Yeah, I think so. She's going to dodge, yeah. dodge nature strip. There you go. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but fun, fun star, um, it, it's a very promising filly that you would be pretty happy to be uh, tipping punters into, James. If it wasn't comfortable, yeah, no, she's. 14. Yeah, that's that's obviously the only concern. But apart from that, she's going really good. Her trials have been okay, and um, her work this week has probably been the best it's been. Um, all preparation, so. Um, she's obviously on target, and whatever she does, she'll improve off. But but um, it's just whether it, uh, something catches her on the hop first up. It's always with a like a a liar or a flip. Kiyomichi like flip having the run under her belt is obviously a big help. So give us your um, view on the on the three year olds. There's been a lot of debate about the the, the three year old crop, and it's an outstanding group. We haven't seen a group like it for uh, for 10 years, 15, 20 years, whatever the case may be. Uh, Colts, Phillies, you know, it just seems to be um, that stellar 
bunch on paper, but then some criticism that they're they're not stepping up and taking on the older horses. Peter, you were a little bit that no, way. No, you, would you, no, were you just no, suggesting no, that they no, had... No, you got the bull by the horns again. Like, you want to start... Well, explain yourself. Well, all I suggested is, is the lack of quality in the older horses making the three-year-olds maybe look better than they are. Um, we've seen the three-year-olds step up and be competitive with the older horses, but... Uh, are they being made look better than they actually are? Well, that's the question that I was yeah, going to yeah. pose to James. Well, what, are your, well, what are your thoughts, James? Well, now the question has been posed, eventually. I, I reckon they're pr a pretty good bunch. Oh, to be fair, we've got those, we've got a good three-year-olds that are going to be staying types of the Castle Vecchios. He's no slouch. He obviously run third, second on a Cox plate, so you can't really back that form. And, and then you've got Bivouac and Exceedance, who Exceedance hasn't been seen this preparation, but they look pretty outstanding but the thing is they're, they're all I reckon they're all about the same like there's about a handful that are all similar and it's just runs and races you've got the catalyst you've got the alligator bloods they're all really good three year olds and well when you get a bunch just, of horses that go across the line together in a race everyone walks away being suggested that the form is very even and, and maybe not as good as it should be uh, that's all I'm saying uh, is that the case with these horses we seem to have a different bunch Let's be honest, Bivouac ran 48th and Castle Vacchio 68th in their resumptions on Saturday. Um, if they were... But that's only after one run. Yeah, though. but if they were superstars... Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I would love to own and, or put a bridle on each and every one of these horses. They're, they're bloody nice horses, but I'm just not, I'm not jumping into the, the greatest bunch of three-year-olds we've seen since nothing like a Dane and Falante and... Oh, yeah. for 15 years. Let's let the dust settle and only time will tell. That's probably a fair call, but in saying that, I, th I think we've got, still got a good, really good quality yeah. bunch of three-year-olds and uh, I'm glad it's pretty competitive because it gets pretty boring if there's just one winks all the time. You know? yeah. is, it a, is, it, is it a better group than, than, say, the group in the last five or six years, James? You, you've sat on the back of a few. <laughs> no, he sat on his ass for two years of the last five or six. He was over, he was over in New Zealand yeah, looking I, after I, his... I watched with great anticipation. You're over in New Zealand Sorry. looking after your dairy farms and your golf courses that you own over there, you miserable little bugger. <laughs> I don't know about that. But no, I think they're, I think they're a bit as strong as all them. I think, it's, I think they're a pretty good bunch of three-year-olds, to be fair. And if anything, I thought the older horses are what we're lacking. Is yeah. If you go through the markets, the three-year-olds are hitting every market, open market there is at the moment. You've got Castle Vicky, favourite for Queen Elizabeth, you got Super Cephy's in the market for a buddy. All-Star Miles, they're all hitting the market, so they're doing a pretty good job, I think. No, no chance in the All-Star Mile against Mr. Quickie, though. No, James. exactly. Uh, very, very elegant. Uh, goes around in the Group 1, chipping Norton on uh, on Saturday. But, I mean, I know you weren't on board, but touch disappointing fourth in the Apollo? Well, that was probably as good as she was going to go, to be fair. And um, That's a shame, because I backed her. So. <laughs> uh, she, she was always going to... She always... It was probably the best preparation first up run she's had, and... Um, I thought she, but she did get all favours and, and track bias and um, track conditions as well. So she's got to prove significantly off that to be competitive in this, and she's not going to get the wet track that she's desperately needs. So, um, but she, I think she'll get out to a, a mile and a half this preparation, and so hopefully she'll um, come into it then. So it's a shark attack for you. You think uh, it's the horse to beat, Tauka? Yeah, he, he's the most brilliant horse in that field because. Uh, he hasn't got too many chinks to his armour where a couple of those other ones, um, Avilius needs given the ground, doesn't perform on top of the ground. And 
So there is a few. I think he's uh, the best horse in the race. He's, he's probably at the right price to back him too, Rog. Given, uh... Yeah, he's eased out two thirty five to two dollars sixty, and you'd think that um, you know he, he certainly looks like the class horse in the race. Two sixty might even be overs. Well, I think that's only because of where he's drawn and where he's going to sit in the race. But he's definitely got the firepower in his motor to get over top of them. That's for sure. He was awesome in New Zealand, wasn't he? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he looks tremendous too. I seen him at the track this morning when I was up early, riding work. So. Oh, oh, let's get, oh, let's get, get the violins out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's going good. Oh. Sounds a bit tired there, Jamie. You, you, well, right? you, you got your energy up. Are you able to chat to us for another couple of minutes we there, Jamie? Yeah, we did wake him up, Metto. I mean, we wake him up at ten. Mate, he's done a big he's job. Done the split shift he's today. Done a big job to get up and help us this morning, but uh, uh, mate. That's uh, it. Now, listen, uh, a couple others there on the weekend. Uh, Hungry Heart, she's a nice filly by Frankel. Uh, ran second at Flemington uh, at a debut run a few weeks ago. Know anything about her? Yeah, she's a really nice filly, and she'll probably only she'll only get better when she gets out a bit further as well. But um, I think um, her back to Sydney's probably going to help her a lot. She's um, worked really well during the week, and it's a nice enough race. It's very competitive. If anything, we've got to question the two-year-olds. That's probably the most even, even bunch of two-year-olds we've had seen for a while. There's no standout, and the slipper market keeps changing all the time, so it's whatever wins on the day and yeah. comes into slipper calculations. Exactly, and uh, Putakawa, she was good in the Guy Walter. Uh, no, she's in the Guy Walter. Oh, she's in the Guy Walter. Yeah. Sorry, she was oh good in the... She was in, We're hoping she goes very well in the Guy Walter. She, she was good in the Triscay a couple of weeks ago, is what I was going to say, and she she's a second up in the Guy Walter on the weekend. Yeah, um, she's another one. That... Oh, Peter, I knew that was good. Peter, Peter, we've lo- we've lost transmission with Jay Mac. We'll get him back on the line. I got him back. We got him back. We got him back. We pressed the wrong button. Speak <laughs> <laughs> behind the curtain here. Mood gets another call while we're speaking to Jay Mac, and he accidentally hangs up the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying about Bernard Cow, James? Um, she's a um, <laughs> oh, she's she's um she's drawn wide as well, and she's gonna in a competitive field gonna get probably back, and that's her racing pattern. She's gonna have work to do. It's just whether she's good enough to run over top, which she is. But it would have been nice if she could have got an economical trip in transit, and she would have been probably the one to beat. But um, she's um still the one to beat if she gets all the savers sitting around the $6 mark at the moment. Now, what about, um, just one more, you've got a pretty good book. Now, imaging uh, in race four, first Australian start um, under, obviously, Chris Waller. had been pretty good at uh, group two and three level in the UK. Have you had a sit on, on it at track work? Yeah, he's a bloody nice horse. He's, um, he, he's, there's no riffraff about him. He, he's a real galloper. Um, his trials have been really good. Um, he gave me a really good feel the other day. Uh, it's a nice kickoff point for him, but um, you'll see him in bigger races than this over the autumn. That's for sure. And, um, I think he's a pretty good horse to keep an eye on. What's what's what would be his target race? Would they be hoping if, as long uh, as things go according to plan, what level do they think they they can get him at? I I could see him in a Doncaster for sure. Um, right. He's definitely that sort. He's got a lot of speed for a European. He's he feels like a miler and. Um, and I, I definitely don't think it's out of his reach anyway. 
And uh, if we, I mean, the other rides there, you've got uh, Asamu in race three. You've got Trumbull for Kim War in race nine. Of all, Glamour Cat in the first. Uh, what's your best of the day, Jamie? Because you're usually pretty good at giving the Moody on the Mike list as a steer. Um, it probably would be Imaging or Trumbull in the last. So probably those two. Both really progressive sort of horses, so keep an eye on them anyway. And what about um, just over the last couple of weeks, J-Mac, you've sat on some lovely horses. Um, outside of the obvious, um, is there is there something that you've sort of ridden that you thought, gee, this is progressive and going to really really take me somewhere and take the stable somewhere uh, over over the next uh, couple of months? Um, spring, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just always... What, what was the horse that well, came to mind when I said that? Coming, on a, been a horse. coming on a racing show, you didn't expect you get a question like that, <laughs> Yeah, but they were, I always like your, your, your imaging, to be fair. What? Really? Think, yeah. yeah, he's a he's a really nice horse, so see what he can do on Saturday. He's probably one that he does does excite me a little bit, yeah, for sure. Yeah, right, mate. Right, there we go. Punish Black Book, that one. Imaging, Saturday, get it early, and uh, back it for the Doncaster now. I look forward to it, mate. <laughs> well, listen, thanks very much for taking time out of your little morning siesta. We very much appreciate it. Uh, having you on media and the mic, as Rod said, ratings spike when, yeah. we get you, when, we, when we get you on, mate. You're, you're a man of the people. Uh, you're a. You offered him a contract it's, to come down. Okay, now they, now they, cut it off. It's like when they get a guest star on The Simpsons. They just go, just go through the roof. Yep. Do, no. do, do you like packing them, James? Is it? You've been down to packing them lately. Just where, where's, where's packing them? Yeah. Oh, it's just behind Tiakawakafaki, that down in New Zealand where you're from. Fokatani. Fokatani, where you own the dairy farms and half the district. Mate, thanks for your time. Have a great weekend. Have a safe weekend and hope we hope you boot a few home for the punters. See you, brother. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Cheers See Introducing Same Race Multi from Ladbrokes. Get greater odds when you combine picks from the same thoroughbred or greyhound race to finish anywhere in the top four giving you even more value on your favourite runners when you combine selections from the same race to finish anywhere in the top four. Ladbrokes. Back yourself. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Let's take a look at Flemington. Now Sydney out the way with J-Mac. We'll go to Flemington. Of course, the, the race that everyone's talking about could be the race of the Autumn Carnival. It is the Australian Guineas. Uh, we see Catalyst comes up here. It's obviously had one Kiwi already. Now let's talk about another with Catalyst, who was second to Alligator Blood last start. He's a $2.50 favourite with Ladbrokes. And then Alligator Blood sitting, it's been 310 out to 320. There, obviously, people think it's going to be a racing two, the Our Waverly Star um, Bone Crusher style. But um, we shouldn't forget moods. Alabama Express, terrific beating the older horses last start. And um, I, I seem to think he's in this up to his eyeballs, and at a very good price. I think the race is deeper than the two favourites. Mm. Uh, I've got great respect for them and the records they've built. They're phenomenal. They're, they've nearly mirrored one another on either side of the Tasman uh, Catalyst and Alligator Blood. But it, my concern, and, and I'm not a punter, I've openly said that, but when you see horses have those hard, gut-busting, competitive runs, where does that leave them? And both horses... Uh, have had pretty sustained preparations. I know they've they've had freshens, but they haven't had sort of big long breaks. Alligator Bloods race through, you know, our spring, Queensland summer, and now back here for the autumn. Catalysts through their sort of spring and early summer, I suppose, and then a freshen resumed in New Zealand and came over and ran super. 
You would think of those two, Catalyst is probably open to a little bit more improvement than Alligator Blood, but he's such a tiger, Alligator Blood. But, you know, Chenier was terrific off their backs cool. the other day. Yeah, so Chenier came second up. He was, the one. he was a big, raw horse. But, you know, we're getting out to a mile. Alabama Express, are we looking away from the obvious Group 1 weight for age winner beating the older horses the other day? Dallasan, I... I, I Listen, I, I like this horse, but I just wonder whether he's intestinal fortitude. I think he's got the ability to be mixing it. He's, he's laying in and causing himself a little bit of grief. I just wonder whether he, he's playing the cult card a little bit. Soul Patch was solid the other day. Superstorm, the X Factor, mm. he looked brilliant in what we know as lesser company in Western Australia the other day. But he was fourth in the Kingston Town Group, one weight for age. Had a freshen up. He was super first up, 1,500 fresh the other day. Willie Pike... The Wizard of the West. He hasn't brought that wizardry to the Eastern States. No. But he hasn't been riding WA horses when he comes over. No, that's right. So Grant and Alana Williams got this horse over now. Um, you know, Bob Peters usually sends them over to Eastern State Stables. He's got his trainers to bring them over. Oh, God, he looked brilliant the other day. He was visually very brilliant. Um, you know, I, don't, I, I think it's deeper than the two favourites. I really do. I'm, under sufferance, I thought Shenia. Uh, but... Great respect for each and every one of them. Like the, I, I think the bottom one, Commodus, with all respect. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, not sure why. Yeah, it's there. well, he's going to get good check for running eighth. That's lovely, unless something goes with one of the others. But it's going to be an interesting race going forward. Soul Patch, he, he's a nice horse. Superstorm. Seven yeah. of the eight can win, yeah. and without us really falling off a chair. Well, the, the bottom one's the only one that's going to. Yeah. yeah. But 150 to one is probably yeah. That's, yeah. says says it all really. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah it's certainly. It, it, it looks an absolutely cracking yeah. race, like you said. And, and could it end up uh, where a couple of them uh, are a bit worried about one another? Uh, D Lane, it's too good a jockey to probably fall into that trap. But Ryan Maloney's just going to go forward, make his own luck on Alligator Blood. Um, Alabama Express is going to be on his hammer. I would think Catalyst will probably be a pair or two back this time. They'll look for a sit. You can so, see it being one out, one back, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dallasan in amongst them, thinking about those big nonads swinging behind his hind legs. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Listen, I've got no idea. I, I put Chenier on top of my tips with no great confidence, thinking that any one of the seven could win at the top. Of I can't wait for this race. It's mm. going to be the race of the autumn, I reckon. Mm. Anywhere, everywhere, all mm. across Australia, this is the race, um, and I, I can't wait to be there and, and see these uh, these gun three-year-olds go at it. Um, Alligator Blood, really interesting comments from David Van Dyke during the week saying, I, I can't get him to improve anymore. Mm. He can't improve from the CSA stakes. Anyone expecting him to go a length better, don't, because he is at his top and he's been there for a while now. Yeah. So it was, almost the, it was almost just a little bit of a warning here, punters. He, he's he. I've got him right. I'm happy with him, but he won't improve. And and I wonder what that means actually for the All Star Mile two weeks later. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to uh, be very deep into his prep by the oh, time the All Star Mile is. So I, I think he's got it's one more run Mr. in him. Quickie. I'm going to tip him. If that five million dollar race wasn't there two weeks later, would Alligator be blood going, going around in the Guineas? He needs to have this run to get to the five million All Star Mile. No, he if doesn't. it wasn't there. I, no, I disagree. Already. I think he, I, I think that they're just holding pattern. He's at his very peak. He's at his fittest. He'll run. He wants to win the Guineas, David Van Dyke. That well, I, I don't with a gelding. He can go home and freshen up and run on a Doom and Ten Thousand Stradbroke and probably eat them for the yeah, same money. Yeah, but, but Peter, you, you, you but you're probably a good person to ask this. It's a Group One race. It's a it's a it's a traditional Group One big day at 
headquarters in Melbourne. Yeah, David Van Dyke wants to win this Australian Guinness. Seven thousand leaning over the fence, clapping him on. Just go, just delve into that small heart of yours, just for a moment, and show a bit of ticker. And, and I'm amazed. And think I can about carry my heart around in this body. And, and, my, and think me. about David Van Dyke trying to win a Group One race. I know they were just easy pickings for you in no, the no, caviar no, days no, no, and no, the Typhoon no. Tracy days. We'll right. see how you go down at Pakenham with the, yeah, the yeah, ill-breds right. that you're going to get. Um, you know, I'm just not quite certain that David Van Dyke is throwing the kitchen sink at winning the big Group 1 guineas, the race that everyone's going to talk about, and the, uh, you know what? Bullshit. He will get his chance at Bullshit. Star Mile. He'll get his chance, but it won't, I don't reckon it'll be this year. I think he wins on Saturday, and he goes to the paddock. That's well, what I now, reckon. If you stop talking and listen for a minute, I've got no doubt. But I'm saying, and what I said, if the All-Star Mile wasn't in two weeks' time, would Alligator Blood be going around in the guineas? I don't I see think they're rationale. using this race. Oh, you are got to you get are to the All Star Mile. You're going to actually say that they're publicly. using this race. They're using a time-honoured oh, traditional they're, 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 Group One race at Flemington. Yes, that's that, that, it's that, that is. bucks though if they did All Star Mile. The horse wouldn't be down here if the All Star Mile wasn't to come on. He wouldn't have run in the Hay Stakes. He would have been spelling to they get ready for the Queensland him. winter. They want to prove they're chasing group the five one, million dollars. Group One credentials. He's that's got Group doing. One credentials. No, he hasn't. He got beat a lip in the Caulfield Guineas. Yeah, that proved that's, him to be a Group One horse. That's not winning one. What's wrong he with wants the to win one? What's that's wrong with burning the, inside wrong, David Van Dyke? What's wrong? Let's with get the, him on the line. What's wrong Has with the time on it? Doombin ten thousand and Stradbroke. I'm just handicap. saying the way David Van Dyke has been talking, he desperately oh. wants this horse to have one more run. There's no more improvement left. How's he going to hold that horse for a month? You should know. I'm not telling to get to the All Star Mile, I reckon he's held him for two weeks to get him to this race well, to try and win a Group that? One. Why because he wants to win a Group One Australian Guineas, oh, put it on the mantelpiece rather than running second. Before no, I I, I'm a bit concerned because I'm sitting in between you guys. Go the blood. Go the alligator blood. I'm a cop a fist in the head shortly out of uh, you know stray bullet. So we're going to move on. But so you're going to go as your tip, Shenny Air. Well, I've got no real confidence in anything. If I've got to have a tip, I'll go with Shenny Air. That's what he said. Can you remind Didn't you me of the name on this show? Oh, God. <laughs> and, uh, Can we change the name? Can so, we, uh, I'm Anthony, writing that into my next contract. Would it be Alligator Blood for you? Alligator Blood. Go okay. the blood. Go right. the bloods. Well, you just put a doubt on him and now you're tempting. No, I'm saying that this is his grand final. And, and whatever he it's does after this. Final. His grand final is two weeks ago. Okay, I'm going to go with the Alabama Express in that one. Uh, hopefully we can get Rayman on for the best bets and grab his tip for the group ones as well. Uh, let's look now at the Blamey Stakes group two. We'll just whiz through this quickly, given that you two have had a uh, healthier, more healthy debate than what the Democratic Party's having over there in the US at the moment. Uh, the favourite is... be standard for president next, Peter Moody. PG oh, yeah. Moody for president of the United States. 50 stars is the favourite in, mm. in this one. Uh, Admiral's Joker sits uh, third in the market at $6.460 for Night's Watch. Um, I, I know you haven't looked too deeply into this one, Moods, but have you got much thoughts on it? No, oh, listen, I don't know. Um, can oh. Ring-a-Ding-Ding improve? Um, 50 stars is probably the logical favourite, and mindful that the winner of this gets a free ticket into the All-Star Mile, but I think, looking at them, um, most of them are probably going to make a speed up in the All-Star Mile, mm. really. Unless, uh, yeah, no, I, without confidence... Thinking or hoping Ring-a-Ding-Ding can improve, but uh, yeah, 50 stars. Sosie Bond. Can he bounce back? You know, that's, uh, you'd love to have an old, if, you'd love an old horse, wouldn't you? Imagine <laughs> if like, Sosie Bond came out and won an all-star more. Uh, uh, you know, maybe Galaxy Raider down the bottom, Graham Bregg stable on absolute fire. 
Well, one last start, didn't it? Yeah. It was yeah. they were they were urging urging yeah. people to get behind it and vote for it in the All Star yeah. Mile. So this is where it gets its chance, and yeah. and it's a winnable yeah. race. Um, and it sits a double figure odds in the Ladbrokes market as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, Gallic Chieftain's probably the only one that's not in the market at the top mm. So uh, yeah, no. Listen, open affair. Um, Night's Watch looked like being a superstar. He was sort of promised the world, and he's delivered an atlas. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't. It's, it's, I mean, I, th- I suppose we've all been so excited about the Australian Guineas. This, yeah. th- this uh, being Group 2, it's, it's really taken not just the second fiddle to, to the Guineas, but mm. it's, um, it's barely registered with a lot of people. It's um, a little bit higher. Surprised higher. a few more aren't there trying to buy it. Not buy, get that yeah. last free ticket. Get the in, golden in, ticket. Get yeah. the golden ticket, you know, really. Yeah. Um, um, like, like a horse I was in Tasmania yesterday, Mandela Effect beat Hellover Street. Like, either of those horses wouldn't have been out of place in this race. No in an effort, but I can understand those people wanted to stay at home on their home trip. But the same stable, why wasn't one of them in the bloody blamey stakes to try and get that free ticket? Love to see Admiral's Joker get the prize here for yeah. uh, Stephen Kiley Vella. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're, they're champions, those two, and, and hard-working uh, husband and wife team that yeah. um, that do the job. Quite often, uh, when Admiral's Joker comes to town, um, Stevie Sacks himself. himself off the horse and, and puts one of the city jockeys on, but he's uh, he's obviously thought, oh, bugger it, I'm going to have a go this week yeah, and, he's taken and try and get into the All Star Mile. So I'd, I'd love to see. And uh, I reckon that be, horse if week. it gets into the All Star Mile, he'd be taking the ride there too because he's a jockey slinging a five million dollar race. That's he, for sure. Exactly <laughs> right. But uh, that that would be a great story. Just a hard working team that uh, do a good job with their horses, and um, you don't die w- uh, wondering when uh, Stevie Vella's on. He, uh, he 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 rides them pretty hard, doesn't he? Moods and leaves nothing in the tank. So. Um, Good luck to the Vellas and I'll be cheering for Admiral's Joker. Introducing Same Race Multi from Ladbrokes. Get greater odds when you combine picks from the same thoroughbred or greyhound race to finish anywhere in the top four, giving you even more value on your favourite runners when you combine selections from the same race to finish anywhere in the top four. Ladbrokes. Back yourself. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Time now to go to our best bets and joining us on the line, the resident Rayman. He's finally landed from Launceston and he's uh, ready to go. Rayman, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show that you co-host and have managed to jump on for the final two minutes. No, thank you. Good to be back. It was a great day in uh, Launceston for the Cup and... uh... Hopefully we're set for another big weekend of racing. And Mandela Effect, obviously victorious yesterday with you on track to cheer him on. Um, uh, he must have been stoked to see his number one fan uh, in the crowd there on Launceston Cup Day. I think I'm what got him over the line, Mandela Effect. He was under pressure a long way from home. It was an outstanding win. They don't win like that generally, those horses. So Mandela Effect, he was a really good run. Hell of a sprint, as tough as ever. I'm not sure. I think we wanted to see a more convincing uh, win to get it into the All-Star Mile, but uh, good to get the result regardless. All right, well, we're going to go to the best bets now. We'll let uh, we'll go for Anthony Mithen oh, first. Really? So, yeah, Mitho, kick off. You can open the bat. Little Rosemont Ruffy. We've got one in uh, at headquarters on Saturday, Flemington, uh, and she's going extremely well. She's trialled up nicely. Race six, number seven, Gift of Power. She's first up. Uh, she had a prep um, through the spring. It didn't win, but put in a couple of nice performances uh, in the um, red with the double, white line. Double figure odds, too. Double that figure is, that odds. is a Rosemont Ruffy of yep. sorts. So um, she's going really well. Anthony Friedman uh, puts his bit and polish on, and he's pretty happy with her. So um, we'll let her run over the 1,000 down the straight, and uh, she might be a bit quick for him. Damien Lane up. I'm pretty happy with uh, the way all that tracks uh, Rain Man. What do you reckon? Uh, gifted power? Do you sound confident then, Mitho? Like, you're up and about, so uh, I think you yeah, can run a race. 
What about what's your best? What are your what are your tips for the Group Ones in Sydney and also the Australian Guineas in uh, in Melbourne, Rain Man? Just quickly. Well, in the uh, in the Guineas, I'm sticking with the Gator Alligator Bite. Oh, you're a Queensland. That's something you expect you to do. Queensland Pride. Hopefully, goes to the front and it's proves really tough to run down. I really like Avilius in the Tripping Order Stakes. He ran all the fastest sectionals in the Tripping Stakes. And then steps up to 1,600 metres now. And I think he's always run better in Sydney with a little bit of give in the track. I think it's 650. He's a, he's a great man. And this around stakes. So I was really impressed with what we saw from Flip first up. And it could still improve on that effort. I think the fitness edge has gone over fun start could prove to be the difference. And then I'm having explanations for my best bet. Sylvia's mother in the France of Trek today's stakes. It was really impressive first up. It's just a horse that still has a fair amount of upside. I think it would only improve on that first up effort. and be really tough to beat on still afternoon. All right, there we go. There's the Rain Man's thoughts. I had these two stuffing around at the time, so I'll have to go back over and write them down, Rain Man. Uh, I'm going to go with... That uh, means we weren't listening, Rain Man, but I hope the podcasters were. The punters were. Well, we're we're the podcasters. Anyway, so yeah. the point? Uh, my best bet, I'm going to go one that... Uh, was There was a little bit of word around a track work on uh, on Tuesday morning when me and Moose were out there. It's in the last... Uh, race nine, number 11, for John Sadler. Moody on the mic, favourite. Uh, big night out. So, big night out. Uh, John Sadler, Michael D. Riding. That is my best. Moods. Oh, well, listen, I've just found, uh, I've just found I, a dollar eighty shot. <laughs> were you really going to tip that? We've well, just got it up well, on the listen, screen here. We, we were at track I was too. But Tuesday I was morning, and I didn't realise it was a dollar eighty diamond effort in the first at Flemington. Uh, everyone wanted to tip it, even people outside Clinton McDonald's tables. Uh, Rayman's tipped dollar eighty pops on here before. This so I'll let you get away. This with is it. Un- we've got to change the name of this show. We've got to come up with another. Moody on the mic. He's had no emphatic opinion about any of the races we've well, spoken about. Emphatic- and then we've got to the best bet, and he's tipped a dollar eighty pop. Are you kidding yourself, Peter? Well, if it goes what, around what? and wins a dollar eighty, you don't go broke back and win it's as Better than your thirty to one shots that run seventh, ticket. <laughs> That's oh, why they named well, the show after me, not you. We'll wait and see, won't we? Yeah, we'll wait nah, and see. Well, listen, we better find something else out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, while Moose looks through the form and, and nah, tries to find nah, something. Nah, but, nah, um, nah, nah, nah. Well, I've got a little interest, nothing like self-interest. Um, put Kingsbrook in each way in the last... Uh, She's she's an each way hope race nine, number eight, Kingsbrook. Not sure, about it, not sure about it down the straight. Um, well, Sats didn't tip us big night no, out. No. But, um, so. but Mickey D said he might have a couple of good ones for yeah. Sats, and then we didn't get around to it. And yeah. then, obviously, it was uh, tipped to us by uh, Rob Nicholson as well, yeah, who does no, the clock. Well, well so. listen, the dollar eighty shot diamond effort, maybe, maybe couple it into others. And uh, obviously, it's don't embarrassing, for, Peter. Don't forget, uh, no if you do have a uh, room of mirrors, no embarrassment. Anthony. Room of mirrors. Rog wants to wind it up. Shut if, up. If, we do, if you do have a question uh, for anyone on the show. Uh, don't forget, you can email uh, moodymailbag at gmail.com. And you do his level best not to give you Moody a firm answer. G, G, moodymailbag at gmail.com. Uh, and don't forget to download and subscribe. Tell your friends. In fact, if you've got an iPhone, an iPad, and a MacBook, just subscribe on all devices. If you uh, listen no. to this show, I'm tipping you haven't got many friends. <laughs> <laughs> but you might have winners by the time we go around uh, next week. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for your time as always. And Rain Man, thanks for chiming in for uh, for the last few minutes. You've been great. It's been solid, Rain Man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. No, it's great, Tom. It was great to spend a couple of days with you in Tasmania, one of the highlights of my life. <laughs> Yeah, as it should be, Peter. Mm. As it should be. And we've just got to get you out of that funeral suit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get him, we'll get him into like that. Uh, maybe we can organise a sponsorship with Peter Jackson or something like that. But, uh, Good luck.
punters, may you back a winner and let fast horses run fast. Ladbrokes, back yourself.